0: Welcome to That Happens, the insider guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet back line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up? What up? I'm your host, Spencer Crindon. I'm here with Jeff B. Davis.
1: What's up? Hello, everybody. Happy Academy Awards that nobody's watching, hopefully, because it's stupid.
0: Oh, it's dumb as shit, Jeff. And it's it's uh, it's taking place at the Union Station right now, which yeah. I'm pretty convinced is just to like just uh, bully more homeless people. I think that's the only reason they're doing it there.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's finally uh, if there's any more apropos sign of the time, Spencer, uh, that the world has gone to shit. Uh, the, the Academy Awards is taking place at the train station. Next year, uh, the Grammys will be at the Greyhound Depot uh, on Highland.
0: <laughs> why they got to do that? What I mean, is it for is there some ventilation issue with where they usually do it? I mean, are they trying to have the normal amount of people this time? Like, what what's the deal?
1: I'm almost certain, Spencer, that if you and I put one second's worth of Google research into this, we would find out why. But I'm, I'm not going to do it. Here, here's the only way that I would watch the Academy Awards. Uh if Jason Sudeikis comes out as Ted Lasso and hosts the entire thing as Ted Lasso, that's how I would watch it. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that show that... by the way?
0: No. Kelly uh, hasn't shared her Apple uh, TV password with me. So, you know,
1: is, is the household feud between you and Kelly that fucking uh, rigid that she won't share the, uh, the, the passwords with you?
0: No, no, she does. I just don't think I've asked uh, her for the Apple TV. Uh, I, I might have activated my Apple TV trial accidentally over the past week, so I'm going to have to get into that because I think I get a free month or so. so if I, if that indeed has happened, I'll I'll definitely check it out because it's supposed to be a ripping good time, Jeff.
1: Yeah. Well, welcome to That Happens, everybody, where the happenings are just that. Uh, so nice to have you all back. Uh, we have uh, our, our producer, Kevin Day, sitting in with us. Hello, Kevin. How are you?
2: Doing great, Jeff. I'm doing great.
1: Yeah, uh, COVID symptoms all in the past. Are they all? Are they all in the rearview mirror? Or are you still suffering from phantom cigarette smoke?
2: I think maybe once in the last week has happened, but other than oh, that, good.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, awesome. it seems often to me.
1: <laughs> Rob Schraub just texted me and Spencer just now saying, chips So We're, wow. going, we're being. Uh, uh,
0: Rob gave me a dish. Well, actually, Kate Freund's mom made a pottery dish that says uh, it either says Cheops on it or it says Spencer. I can't. She gave me in Cali one and they're very nice, like, you know, ceramics, um, perfect for Cheops. Um, Oh, speaking of people that told us things in semi-intrusive fashions, Callie told me that we were supposed to wish uh, DeMorge Brown a happy birthday. Callie just had DeMorge on for his birthday, and I don't think ever acknowledged that fact.
1: (laughs) Hello, DeMorge, and happy birthday. Uh, For those of you who do not know who DeMorge Brown is, he's uh, an extraordinarily gifted actor and uh, a man of mystery, I must say. Uh, You you try to get a hold of DeMorge, and it's difficult. I, I, I think I have like... Two or three different phone numbers, and he either doesn't like me or they don't work because I've tried to just say what's up to Demorge, and uh, he's either giving me the the, uh, the, the Heisman trophies like stiff arm, or I've I've got some, something wrong.
0: Demorge famously doesn't like people to know what's up, so it could be that.
1: <laughs> you know what? You know what is that, Spencer? And uh, you're going to be proud of this. I have uh, just about one large shot of Fernet Branca left in the tank here. And you would ask me if I didn't want that last bottle of Mountain Dew Major Mm -hmm. Melon, that I I might leave it on the doorstep. I'll I'll tell you what, I've only had a little bit of it, but once in a while, I'll take a a wee sip of of the Major Melon. It is just Awful. But then again, so is Net Bronca. Uh you, you want to do a little commercial for either one of those right now? Well I will I make myself ill?
0: Sure, yeah. for net bronca, the official beverage of Mountain Dew Major Melon. The official beverage of that happens. Ooh, baby, that's good melon. Oh.
1: Do you remember you know it reminds me of? Do you ever have big league chew? Chewing sure. Mm-hmm. I think there was a watermelon flavor of that. This is even sweeter than big league chew chewing gum.
0: And uh, I would say that big league chew tastes more like watermelon than major melon. <laughs> this isn't
1: this only tastes like if you poured a bag of sugar uh next to a watermelon.
0: Yeah. To yeah. me, it tastes mostly like citric acid. Um, I think yeah. in the ingredients list, you know, which is in descending order by volume, it's like carbonated water, sugar, citric acid, like in that order. And so it's just so sour to me.
1: I can't believe that water is the first ingredient before <laughs> high fructose corn syrup. I would have thought water maybe came in a distant second. That's oh. <laughs> how
0: fucking sweet this is. Yeah. Holy oh, it's sweet. And but 77- it's less sweet. It's less sweet than regular Mountain Dew. 77
1: milligrams of caffeine per 16.9 fluid ounce. I don't know if that's a lot, but I'm assuming it's an awful lot.
0: It's not none, Jeff. I tell you what, I regret not having some right now. I, after the show, I think I'm going to go out and pick some up.
1: <laughs> Again, if I could just send this through my... My webcam and give this away. I would, I would absolutely do it.
0: Well, now that you've been drinking it, I don't want it. It's weird that your your bottle is strange because they have this famously, and it's famous. The world over is talking about it. How lime green, bright lime green the the lid is, and your lid is a dark forest green, Jeff.
2: I would put that's the, a Chicago bottle. I don't know if there's a difference there, but I sent like it to him from here, Chicago. What's going on with Chicago?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, when when their bottle brings a gun, uh you bring a knife i, I don't know I, I, it's, that, that, that's the chicago way yeah no, yes. if 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 their bottle is lime green you bring a forest green that's the chicago way Wait,
0: No, mine's lime green and, yeah see this is there's something going on with Jeff. i've got coffee.
1: a I, i've got a seven up like colored uh, uh like top god damn it that happens fans uh, and cappuccinos everywhere uh the controversy Really is happening now. Like what somebody out there in the Hapachina land? Uh, Hapa Hapachinosity. Hapa Hapachinopolis. Hapa Chicago. Hapa, Hapa <laughs> Uh Somebody go out there and find out what the deal is with the different colored uh, lids on the stuff. Kevin just sent
0: just... Jeff a ruby red squirt.
1: <laughs> a ruby red squirt. See, I would <laughs> rather have a ruby with, you know what? Uh, That's a great beverage. I... After I got back from, uh, from India, I sat down and had a ruby red squirt, but that was a whole different sort of situation.
0: Oh, no. That has something to do with diarrhea, I would imagine.
1: Yes, that, that was a poop joke. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> so, Jeff, I got the second vaccine. You did? Oh, Congratulations.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting on my second. Which, which one did you get? Moderna. Moderna.
0: And, you know, they didn't list this in the side effects, but I've, I've become an anti-vaxxer, so that's weird.
1: That is weird.
0: Yeah, let me tell you about these side effects, man. Uh, I just like, I took the vaccine, then I was on my computer about a couple hours later, and I was on my computer for a couple hours, and then just immediately like my whole like rib cage just is in terrible pain and is stiff, and like it hurts to move. What? <laughs> that's what happened. And then um, and then the how, next day, how, how, it was how, still how, like
1: how, that. How, okay, so I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. How long did that last for? Oh, one uh, full day? It,
0: it's better but it's still i still it's my back still has it it's like when i get up out of a chair i feel like i gotta inflate my lungs and like bear down to kind of like bolster my system from the inside as i get up and um yeah that was that was one thing but it's just kind of weird because i feel like an old man and then um the the word the worst or the the less good part of it is when i was trying to sleep i like woke up in the middle of the night and i was just like i was just drenched with sweat and then um and then it was too hot and then like almost immediately later and you know this is classic you know, fever, flu symptom stuff. And then I, I was like, so fucking cold. I had to get more blankets and then I was still so cold. So I like got under, I started like having just, uh, what do you call it? I have some extra sheets in, you know, that I use in my closet. And so yeah. I was just like, I'll use these as extra blankets. And I was still too cold and I was just freezing cold. And so I got the, the, this heated blanket, this heating pad that, uh, I got as a gift recently. Um, and I put that under like between my legs and put that up full blast. And that was like too hot, but I was still so cold. It was horrible. And oh, I couldn't get back to sleep for like six hours. Um, and then I went to sleep and then I was drenched with sweat again. All the sheets were soaked. All my blankets were soaked. I had to like flip around which blankets were on the inside and outside. And then they drenched with sweat again. Jeez it was better after that night um but did you have a dream did you you have
1: a dream uh one I hear one side effect is like people often have a dream where they're eating a giant marshmallow (laughs) and, and then they wake up and their pillow is gone
0: oh yeah uh no I had two weird dreams one weird dream is we kept getting deliveries this is some generic workplace we kept getting deliveries of all these boxes and in the boxes were like were frames almost like there are frames of animation but they were diagrams or drawings and they were drawings of sex positions and we were trying to reorder them because it's like you know like a bad version of it is like you know you're you're before the thrust and then it's like mid thrust and then it's like post thrust but it was like you know there was like 60 or 80 frames per diagram and there was a bunch of different kind of diagrams and we were trying to reorder them and um then like another one was another dream was just like this static image of like my body being surrounded by these cubes of simultaneous ice and fire which you know that has maybe a more literal kind of uh translation to the physical symptoms i was i was experiencing but it was they were both really weird dreams so i was like what the fuck
1: um kevin just said spencer in the uh in the chat room that discord says the dark cap is from major melon zero the sugar-free version Um, this one is all sugar, so that's not that's that doesn't hold up. This is this is basically um sugar water,
0: and once again, Um, the chat is stupid because the that cap is actually a black cap, it's not a a forest green cap. The zero cap is just black, so yeah, yeah, you
1: stupid, you stupid chat.
0: Why is our audience so awful?
1: (laughs) You're all stupid
0: on the chat, (laughs) you stupid chatters, you freaking losers. Get your shit together. Why don't you like better podcasters?
1: <laughs> Rob Schraub just texted me and Spencer meow. Yeah. So I I, I I think we're being trolled by a uh, by a very a very uh lonely Rob Schraub right now. So Oh boy. We should, we should have Rob on the show. Uh maybe next time we have can, Kevin, can we have Rob on as a guest just to say hi and 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 hang out with our buddy Rob Schraub? Anytime, yes. Because once you again, um, I was
0: not recording. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> oh god damn it Spencer
0: <laughs> I was having a bunch of tech problems my computer wouldn't work um, and we just like got on right under the, the wire so sorry. Your, your, about or,
1: that. your origin story is that you worked in the back room of an Apple store like shouldn't you yeah. be the one that, that is on top of all this shit
0: I had a setup that I liked and then you guys were like this setup's not going to work and so I, I had to jettison it last second
1: yeah I had, I had a kind of a, uh, can I, can, can we do a segment called uh, Jeff Davis Confessions?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Kevin, do we have any music for Jeff Davis Confessions? We have the D&D music. <laughs> All right, just give me like three seconds of that. Spencer, do you want to, do you want to lead in with an intro?
0: Jeff Davis is a man international man of mystery who's known to confess to nothing until now. This is Jeff Davis confessions. Okay.
1: Thank you. Um I love chocolate. No, I'm kidding. Uh what if, what if that was it? <laughs> yes. I'm a chocoholic except with alcohol. Uh, so I was uh I was uh I had done some day drinking yesterday with a friend or two. And then I wanted to go be alone. And now that restaurants are starting to open up indoors, I went to this Italian restaurant that I've only ever ordered from one time. And it was very good. So I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to go patronize these people. Patronize? Patronize? And sit down indoors. And they were very happy to see me. And I was reading my book. And then I got into a very bad mood uh, based on a conversation I was having with somebody Uh, and I went, uh, I became a bad person. I'll say that. And my food didn't come quick enough and I was mean about it. And I left without taking my food and I passed out on my couch at 7 PM. And my friend who showed up had paid the bill for me, like a hundred dollar tab and brought me my food. And I don't remember eating it. And I woke up at 4 AM this morning with a half eaten bowl of soup and a, and a full eggplant parmesan which i had this morning and it was fantastic so i have to go back it's like i mean I, i'm not in a 12-step program but whatever step it is that you have to go back to the italian restaurant and say i'm sorry for being a douche wad i i'm, I'm going to go back to the restaurant and say i'm sorry to the good people at michelangelo Ristorante. i don't it's just not good behavior I mean, that- but again like i i think it's like um it's like jumping in the pool too soon after you've eaten and you get cramped up. Whether that's a wives' tale or not, I don't know. But like going in and sitting down at a new restaurant, I don't think I was emotionally prepared for. I think it was too much for me. I think that I, uh, I've been so used to the isolation. And if you do go somewhere, you have to sit outside and away from people. But sitting down and having a waiter and a menu and all of these things that I, I love and I miss from the past. I I wasn't ready for it. And I, and I, I couldn't handle it. I, I misbehaved. I, I, I flew too close to the sun, like, like Icarus, but, but drunker, it was not good.
0: <laughs> Drunkerus.
1: Uh, that's, that's, that's the end of Jeff Davis confessions.
0: That was Jeff Davis confessions. Oh, baby. Confess your Jeff's today. Um, I think that what you're describing is n- not a super widespread, but I think this is happening to people as they reintegrate with society. But I think it more is affecting extroverted people because I think it's more of this huge polarity switch for you guys. Whereas like for me, I'm kind of talking to the same amount of people. I've been unemployed. You know, I have a couple Zoom meetings you know online conversations I go to drive throughs you know but that's like that was like that before and during quarantine so like I don't think I'm experiencing this but I've heard a lot of people talking about how like it's it's just they're 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 not acting the same and they're kind of like what's going on and uh, it's it's an interesting phenomena that I think people are reporting
1: yeah I mean it's it's been just long enough for me to have forgotten how annoying uh, other people are (laughs) <laughs> and how like how like how many variables there are and the vicissitudes. Did, is this making me Did, did I turn into uh, an introvert over the last uh, 14 months? Is that, is that what's happening? Because I was. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What were you
0: saying? Oh, I, you were maybe forced into an introvert, introvert's body, you know, and so you finally got into that shell but it's, I don't think it's who you naturally are. So it's like, but you're, you, you were having to adapt to that has kind of like, you know, been more of a, of a mental thing for you. And so it'll take a similar exertion back maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what happened is I, I sort of fell in love with the distance. I, I used to love being at a, like sitting at a bar on a bar stool, and you and you took whatever you got. You might get a cool stranger next to you, like you know, just elbow to elbow, or you generally get some person that you would never have hung out with. But then again, that's the beauty of life, and that's where stories come from. That's where that's where you get your great anecdotes is from meeting um, strangers, you know. And you cast a wide net, and sometimes you get fish, and sometimes you get a tire, and you often just get an old boot. Um, now it's all boots, and so now. <laughs> I, I was sitting indoors at this pub I go to because they've opened up the indoors, and I'm feeling cocky on my half vaccination. And you know, I'm I'm not sitting near people. You know, people are still wearing masks, and it's not close quarters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the sound of anybody else's voice, the sound of other people's uh, phones ringing, it, it that's always bothered me uh, when people are like just you know. Being noise polluters inside of a restaurant or a bar, but now it's making me crazy. Like, I, like I've always been kind of a get off my lawn guy, but now like the whole world is my lawn <laughs> because for a while, um, we, er, we only lived on our own lawns and nobody was ever on my grass. Mm-hmm. Now the the fact that the the whole world is becoming grass again, everybody's on it, and it's and I don't I, I'm not ready for it. So <laughs> it, it's going to have to. It, it's a transitional period for me to, I'm, I'm gonna miss the isolation, which is weird to say for, for an extrovert like me, but I think I, it's gonna take me a while to get used to the fact that like, oh, everybody sucks. Everybody, like the cologne, oh, you suck. Someone's sitting next to you now and you can smell them
0: yeah if you can if you can adapt close quickly enough, a cool thing you might be able to do is like create a workshop for for guiding people through a similar thing because you might master it you know and faster than everyone else. And then you could be a, a powerful resource and you could charge money for this. you could be a you could be a extrovert sherpa of sorts.
1: Yeah, I, I think like, I I, I want to be indoors. I want to be around people. I, I certainly want theaters to reopen so I can go back on the road and perform because yeah. I like the sound of 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 a, of a room full of strangers laughing. That's one of the greatest joys I have. But also, the six feet thing was kind of nice, wasn't it? I mean, it still oh, is.
0: I didn't like being within six feet of people before office.
1: <laughs> Somebody was raising their voice earlier and I moved chairs. <laughs> and she, she's, a, she's a, a bartender that I know and like, but she sat down on, on her like her shift break and was having lunch and she was just ringing really loud. So I just got up and semi-jokingly, like made a bit out of getting up and moving with my book so I could sit down and read. And she's like, hey Jeff, am I annoying you? And she, like, she did like a fake, like annoying voice. I'm like, <laughs> it's like no, no, 20 feet away, do whatever you want. three feet away shut the f to the up
0: oh boy um i don't know Uh, this isn't very similar to that story but it's just the only thing that i i thought of is that a new uh fried chicken place opened up on like hollywood uh you Uh know like on the hollywood strip this is ages ago Uh um and i heard people saying it was good (laughs) jeff is not enjoying mountain dew major melon (laughs) I thought listeners. it'd be
1: co- I thought it would be comforting after the, after that rant I went on. I thought maybe maybe the childhood taste of overly sugary products would make me feel better. It just oh,
0: maybe just a nice Coke or something, you know, like a a, a regular no, soda.
1: No Coke, Coca Cola would t- would be like chamomile tea compared to the fucking <laughs> hostile brutality the the onslaught of caffeine and sugar that is major melon okay so i'm sorry spencer go ahead
0: it's cool so i was at this chicken place i ordered i sat down i waited an hour i waited an hour and no food came out oh, shit. and i was like starting to get mad uh, you know there's no one no one to talk to about being mad um because like the i don't know if it's because the new restaurant or the wait staff is busy but the the place isn't that busy like it's it's not empty but but it's not like it doesn't look as busy as this. It's like you got to be able to turn around fried chicken in like under an hour. Um, and so like I wait another 10, 15 minutes and then I say, hey, what, what's going on? And um, they're like, oh, it's coming out. So I wait another like 20 minutes and then it's still nothing. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. Like, no, it'll, it'll, it'll it's coming right out. And then I waited another 20 minutes and then I just left. And I, you know, I didn't ask for my money back because of like this, you know, the money is not the problem. Like, it's not good to not get food for your money. But like at this point, it's just like the time. The time investment is what I'm mad about. Like, I could have, you know, I could have gone to like Pasadena or something and got food there. I don't know, you know, I could have gone. I gone to Downey. Gone to gone to Raising Canes. You know, you could
1: have you could have raised, murdered, and fried your own chicken.
0: Yeah. Um, but there's a part of the story which is afterwards, I don't think I was like super rude or anything, but I was not happy, you know. And so when I get when I get pissed, I just kinda get like, Whoa, is anything gonna happen? Mwah, mwah, kinda and so it's like, I don't know, I don't like the way I am, but it's not like it's not angry, it's not shouty, it's not rude, you know, necessarily. Yeah. Um, but so then I, I went back to the place and the same fucking thing happened. <laughs> But I didn't wait as long. I just was like, I was like 45 minutes or an hour. And then I was like, no, I'm done. I'm never coming back.
1: That's yeah. I I, see. I'm, is this, is this a quality of extroversion or is it just, is this just me being an asshole? Uh, I will make a stink. I, I, I will absolutely call the manager over and, and, uh, actively try to hurt somebody's feelings if, if if i feel that i've been left hanging out to dry too long i will uh i'll be a dick about it yeah it's, i mean I... It's, it's, it's not a good quality I, I i really do need to get over that because things happen and also restaurants certainly are readjusting right now because now that because uh wherever the cappuccinos are I, I don't know what your governor's like but i uh, Governor Gavin Newsom in California. It seems like the uh, the goalpost is being shifted like daily, and restaurants are constantly having to readjust to it. And so I, I don't think they know yeah. how many people to staff. Um, some of their best staff are gone. They're they're, they're, right. they're restaffing and stuff like that. So that I was I, I I'm so ashamed of myself for yesterday. That's such, such a tacky thing for me to do. The restaurant is so happy to have anybody there. That spending uh, U.S. dollars on their food and you know just being being there and making it like, like kind of going back to normal and I was a prick because it wasn't normal enough for me like it's just so dumb. Also, maybe I should stop drinking uh, at noon. <laughs>
0: it's not a maybe, not a bad thought.
1: Maybe start at dinner. Maybe <laughs> sure. maybe get to the restaurant sober and have a nice glass of rosé and not already be fucking Charles Bukowski and throwing a dish at the wall. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not good.
0: I, wh- wh- but you know what wh- is good, Jeff, is our great advertisers and sponsors that support our show.
1: Um, this, is, this segue is brought to you by Spencer Segways, the best segways in town. It's the segue you crave.
0: Oh baby, my segways come with custom adornments made with duct tape, wrapping paper, and even cardboard. Plus, uh, available for an additional charge, glitter pens. Cause you're stopping
1: the vaping, and cigarettes are for assholes. I've had some bad times. I've lived through some sad times. But now I'm switching for real. You picked a fine time to switch to Lucy. Hello, I'm Jeff B. Davis sitting here with Spencer Crittenden talking about a nicotine alternative. Are you one of those smoking types? Are you one of those D-bag ding-dongs that's out in the parking lot vaping and, and not landing your skateboard tricks? Well, we got something uh, to make uh, smokers former smokers with a better and cleaner nicotine alternative finally tobacco
0: alternatives that don't suck a bunch of beep it's been researched and developed for three years to be made for people not patients you're not patients you're people we're talking about lucy this this is to help you uh kick the old smoker
1: habit uh it's it's a cleaner less offensive way to get around Uh, they got flavors like wintergreen Cinnamon and pomegranate. And guess what? They tastes good. Um, Lu- Lucy uh, also has lo- a lozenge, Spencer, with four milligrams of nicotine and cherry ice
0: flavor. That sounds uh, almost so good it makes me want to start nicotine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Each and every flavor actually tastes great. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, or on the go, even in the gym. All, you, you know all those
1: places that you can totally go to right now right you can enjoy Lucy in all of those places when you go home with a with a, with a, a person a, a lady in my case but you know what you guys do whatever you want um, and you get up in the morning and my hair and my pillow smells like uh, a discarded ashtray um, I'd rather it smell like a cherry ice lozenge uh, and I, I don't I don't think anybody would disagree with that uh, forget the cigarette. I would say escape the vape. I would say skip your dip. Also, if you're still dipping, what are you, a minor league baseball
0: coach? Please don't dip. (laughs) Yeah, if you're putting stuff in your mouth anyway, just get some loosey nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. (laughs) a subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. That happens. Listeners go to Lucy.co and use promo code happens to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co and use promo code happens at checkout. Also, Jeff, do, do,
1: do, do, do the legal, do the legal stuff, Spencer. You're better
0: at it than I am. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and use that promo code happens. You picked a fine
1: time to switch to Lucy. Now you're not vaping like like an asshole in front of the 7-Eleven. I've had some bad times, but now I'm having good times, and this time you're switching for real. You picked a fine term to switch to Lucy, C-O. There you go.
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I have had to get some therapy and I didn't have the best, you know, experience better help. will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Maybe I should have tried them. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas.
1: And the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and you can send a message to your own counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in the freaky, uncomfortable waiting room with some bad art of like maybe like a whale or a dolphin doing something. Uh, It's not traditional therapy waiting room stuff. It's your own personal session. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed.
0: It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Spencer,
1: like, so you're saying you've been to a therapist? I've never been to a therapist before. Should I, should I try this out? And, and I'm not joking, just because we're doing a commercial for these people. Should I? Do you, do you think I should give this a spin and make my make my life a better life?
0: If you think you have some, you know, some sort of blockages to getting your life on track or to getting to be where you want mentally, I think it's definitely a uh, a good solution. Like I said, I had a I had a bad therapist, and um, I didn't like what he was saying, and I wish I could have just flushed him. And you know, try a different therapist, which is one of the cool things about BetterHelp. You know, um, so if you're not clicking, you can you can try you can try again, and you don't have to like, you know, go to reviews and see like, oh, I got to go to this guy's office now. It's great.
1: My only problem that I think uh, I really need some help with is that I love too much.
0: Yeah, I, I think they can help with that.
1: So visit BetterHelp.com/slash that happens. That's Better H E L P, and join over the one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional.
0: Here's a special offer for That Happens listeners: get ten percent off your first month at betterhelpcom Happens. So check that out if you if you want to give it a try.
1: And if you want a special, if you don't want a special offer, but you want a special otter, go to. I'm making that up. I mean, again, maybe I do need some mental health. Uh, uh, services because uh, maybe I just need a special otter
0: we all need help and we all deserve better help
1: I just want to lay on my back floating in a kelp lagoon and crack various mollusks on my chest and eat them in cute fashion um, where's my special otter hashtag <laughs> where's Jeff's special otter and we're back. Those were some fantastic advertisements, Spencer. I must say.
0: Oh yeah, Jeff. I can't live without it. Uh, you know our our fine our fi- these fine products and services. What would we do? You know, I mean this. I, I think I think we tried reaching out
1: to uh, Brent, Brendan, the guy that used to produce our, our our Harmontown ads, who would add the music and make everything super super great. Um, I hope one day that our I mean, I'm, I'm not saying those ads that we just heard weren't perfect in every possible way. But right. uh, it would be fun to get back to a place where we could really produce the shit out of those ads in the same way that we used to with Brendan and Church and make them extra groovy.
0: Yeah, I miss Brendan. Um, I hope he's out there somewhere uh, editing with the stars.
1: Can you imagine how long his ponytail must be now after after o- over a year of COVID? Because his ponytail <laughs> was dazzling already. It, it was like My Little Pony, uh, but with extra luster.
0: Yeah, he'd and, be uh, looking like the fourth character you meet in an RPG.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, he looked like Legolas, um, but with better conditioner. <laughs> what was he stony? Was he was he a weed guy? What was Brendan's deal?
0: Oh, if he wasn't stony, he wasn't there. <laughs> he was as he's so stony. He made a music. He made one of these these uh, tapes for Simon called "Music for Plants."
1: Okay, he's stony. Yeah. So I I go to this pub today, and, I, and I'm I'm loath to uh, to mention the name of the pub. I probably haven't previous uh, that happens as. But uh, I have a little nook because now they've opened the inside and I go there, but nobody knows about it yet. So I sit in the corner and there's a little light that comes through a window and I can read my book and I get about exactly 11 minutes of freedom before p- other people come over and want to sit down. Mm-hmm. So it's not perfect, uh, but it's, it's, it, there's a moment of, 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 fun. And this woman, when I say woman, she was very young so i don't want to say girl because she's old enough to be at a bar but she looked more like a girl than a woman to me because she's very young and drunk as just pissed as a polywog. Sure. and because the, the bar had opened earlier like early early like at eight o'clock mm. for a, a football match a soccer match between tottenham and man city uh, the uh, the league cup um i'm, I'm gonna if, if i lose four happuccino listeners by saying this fuck tottenham hotspur not because i don't like their team i really don't like the supporters that show up to this bar they're maybe the most annoying people in the world this woman came over sat down next to me wanted to know all about my book but was like visibly illiterate (laughs) she (laughs) she she looked at the book like 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 a chimpanzee would like look at um like a rubik's cube (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was interested she was fascinated instantly confused and put it down uh and but then wanted to talk to me forever and when she walked away i said to the the, the bartender I was like was she on mescaline like, like yeah. i like i i i I've, I've been drunk but she was just wow mm-hmm. and again this is the readjustment of uh, to society it's like oh shit, other people because for the since you know last March, I've gotten to choose. We've all gotten to choose uh, for better or for worse. Those who we have uh, been around, and now uh, it's the fucking wheel of fortune. And you never and she was bankrupt.
0: But also, also the 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 people who are more comfortable being out more are going to be a more reckless and sloppy group. You know, because like, yeah. like it or not, you're gonna be getting more magas and stuff that like probably never hunkered down. You know, like you're yeah. gonna have a higher proportion of those kinds of people, and then also, you know, just your your risk takers, the people who are like, ah, I'm fucking ready for it to come back. You know, so it's like an interesting selection of people that you'd be finding.
1: Is there a way, Kevin, uh, or, or or Spencer? But I think Kevin might know better. Is there a way to gauge analytics? For our listeners for the happuccinos what 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 percentage because it 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 can't be zero but i can't imagine it's more than five percent how many magas how how many well fuck tottenham (laughs) uh and and if you are a tottenham supporter uh lick it suck it put it in a bucket and fuck it uh how, how many maga supporters do you like like how many like how many red cap wearers? Like, do you think as a proud boy that happens? <laughs> do you think this? Like, I, I would like to think it's zero, but like, I, I don't think we live
2: in a in a in a world where zeros really exist. I mean, we can definitely uh, hire an analytics company to find out what the overlap is. I've got to admit that it's got to be probably very small, right? And you can't you can't just
1: say, hey, let's do a Reddit poll because we're all going to get shrubbed. And everybody, we're, we're, people are going to put their thumb on the scale and all of them and say that they're all MAGA supporters.
0: It looks like all of the listeners are Cheops.
1: <laughs> Cheaps.
0: Happy uh, Cheops.
1: Uh, Rob Schraub just said yes with uh, nine Es and four S's. I, I'm assuming that's to him being invited on the show at some point. So I say yes to that. Um, speaking of saying yes and, uh, let's do a little improvis- improvisational uh fantasy role-playing spencer are you up for
0: that improvisational
2: like I mean, jazz isn't isn't,
1: isn't all dnd kind of an improv situation
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah you're like the chick korea of uh of game mastering
0: i was talking to my mom and she was just saying that chick korea <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't talk to my fucking mom fuck my no mother. come
1: on when, when was the last time you
0: talked to mom and dad uh, not not a long time my mom has texted me oh no i'll tell you what the last the last time i talked to my mom she was saying that black people were bad and that actually cops were good and i'm like okay I'm, okay wow I'm done. I'm done talking to you so I mean, yeah
1: not to profile her but she does come from is it moore park or Simi valley
0: oh yeah i mean she yeah. wasn't born there but that's where we lived yeah
1: what is the fucking deal with that? Like, why? I, I have friends that live up in Simi and near Park. And I haven't talked to them since Trump was in office. Not not because of any political reason. I just, just kind of haven't been speaking to them. But they were of the, like, Hillary is the worst person in the world camp. Yeah. Um. So I would guarantee that they were Trumpy uh, when he came along. Sure. And...
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of people fell into Trump in the first place is they were just like they didn't even care. they were just like, well, we can't elect Hillary Clinton. The world will end you know, and then like from there, they kind of fell into the under the spell and stuff. But I mean, and obviously, there is a lot of people that were very into Trump. But I mean, I think that just people hating Hillary Clinton were a huge faction of how he got support in the first election.
1: Hey, Kevin, while, while, while Spencer's getting the uh, the D&D ready, uh, can you tell me, uh, uh, us and the happuccinos are, are, are any, uh, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but what, what's happening with the Academy Awards right now?
2: We looked that up right now.
1: Yeah. Um, I was texting with Eric Idle, name drop, and he said that they started off with... Um, a writer's award and then foreign film as if they wanted to get rid of the audience at once. So
0: what? don't they usually start with the shitty stuff?
1: I think they change it to like, they they, they would start right off with like best actor or something like that, or best actress. Oh. Like they they would start off with a, with a real doozy and then you get into best, you know, sound editing and, you know, foreign uh, best craft services on a, on a short animated feature.
2: Yeah, um, I guess just looking at what just happened, Tyler Perry just won a humanitarian award. That's not a joke.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not diminishing Tyler Perry's ooh but I that that sounded like something that somebody would make up as a joke. Yeah, but 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 he must have done something awfully special because you you, you um, have me worried that he he was getting like a lifetime achievement. Uh, but, but given to he... an
2: individual in the motion picture industry whose humanitarian efforts have brought credit to the industry.
1: Okay, good for him. I, I don't even know what that is, but I will look that up. Sorry for laughing. I, I, I went into a panic and thought that he was getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. And while well, Peter O'Toole rots in a grave. Okay. Well, yeah. good, good for Tyler Perry. And uh, let's all thank him for wh- uh, whatever the good work he has done. That, that was mean of me to instantly laugh at the idea that Tyler Perry was in the Oscars <laughs> somehow. I I mean, then that said, I've never seen a single Tyler Perry movie. So who who am I to judge? Also, I probably am never going to be nominated for a humanitarian award. (laughs) I
0: just yelled at a waitress. Yeah. Well, Tyler Perry might have yelled at a waitress once or twice, you know. know,
1: Well, you know, know I I fucking bet he did because if if you're winning a humanitarian award, that means you're you're compensating for something. (laughs) Think of how many wages does he must have yelled at to, to go that <laughs> far in the other direction? Yeah. Is that cynical of me to, to think that? I don't think uh,
0: so. I think it is, but you might have uh, cynicled your way into being right. Um, it looks like the Discord chat wants an update on my dad. And I also stopped talking to my dad way before I stopped talking to my mom because he was a Trump supporter. So there you go. So, so they're both Trumpies? I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to pick. They've always been really close to the vest with their politics. And, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Never never been super clear why. But I, I would have to assume because yeah, they I can't mean, really I, support I th- anything.
1: The KKK you know? uh, keep their uh, identities hidden under sheets. You know, you right. got to keep that kind of shit close to the vest
0: but i mean even as kids it's not like they i mean i'm sure they had you know told us things that like were like oh believe this or that politically but they just like they didn't talk like it was just like i always thought it was super like you'd think don't you want to indoctrinate your kids you know like into whatever belief system you have it didn't even seem like they did that so much
1: well that's i mean doesn't that say it all though That the fact that they they didn't try to indoctrinate you like if if your parents are religious, they're going to want you to go to church. If your parents oh, believe they
0: in some, that, they indoctrinated me religiously, definitely.
1: Right, because they they thought that was good for you. They thought that mm-hmm. that was something to be proud of, and uh, that that was something that they uh, believed was a positive influence on you. The fact that they won't, if somebody won't share their politics with you, isn't that a little? Isn't that it's kind of the tip weird.
0: off? i don't know off. like it's they, it seemed like they were like you know i always thought that i, I feel like to the extent that they said anything they both kind of had the idea that like oh that's something you know you keep that in the voting booth and you don't really talk about it but like i mean these are all very they're crucial issues that affect a lot of people like that that, that also affect your outlook on other stuff you know it's like the idea of hiding it is like well what are you hiding? Like, I mean, it's one thing if you don't want to get in arguments, but we would get in arguments. It just wasn't clear what was happening. You know what they were arguing for. You know they were just not like various things when we said them sometimes.
1: Okay, before you give the uh, the recap on episode nine's uh, campaign of uh, Fuzzy Knuckles uh, against the world, uh, can I can I read you the, the scant notes that I that I have yeah, from please last? Please do. Okay. Wine Cellar, B.F.N. I'm assuming that's B Fungus Ned. Good luck charms in parentheses. Good luck charm in parentheses. Footlocker opens. Kids' book, Captain Sea Kitty, and the Seas of Tomorrow. Three dudes enter, slapped by Ned. That's all I have. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty interesting episode.
0: Yeah. All right. You guys read it? Ready?
1: Yeah, let's do this.
0: Okay. Last time on Harmit That Happens. <laughs> our, our heroes had just wow. defeated the Rot Grubs and were looking around the secret room they found. A room that appeared to have been occupied. Uh, Fuzzy Knuckles found a book with a kitty and was uh, asking around about it to be Fungus Ned, who was seemingly deceiving them about something. Ooh, baby. It was tense for a moment, and then Fuzzy Knuckles went as to attack him, and Ned begged for help, and help arrived in the form of three dangerous-looking bandito characters. Ooh, baby. They were armed to the teeth, even their teeth had weapons and attacks began and combat and such then kind of the whole episode was just combat there were a lot of misses and damage was taken two of the was it two two of the bandits were laid low one sliced in half and the other sliced in a different direction and another gravely wounded he ran for the door after beef fungus Ned laid himself out on a misguided slap to nowhere. He escaped from a secret door, but not before the big copper collapsed, quote, or comma, dying. Jeff was there with beef fungus Ned. Now. So, yeah, you're in the same room. It, lo- it had a lot of beds in it. <coughs> um... It, the beds had like chests. You open one of the chests. You got some gold. Right. Combat happened. Took out two of the guys. One of the guys fled. He was pretty hurt. Uh, be fungus uh, Ned. He had just crit failed a slap, and so he's he's flat on his stomach. And um, you've taken some damage. I don't know. Hopefully you've been keeping track of your damage. Otherwise,
1: I was I was down five uh, damage last okay. time.
0: And then um, Big Copper is dying. Um, so, but Ned is kind of helpless. So, you got a helpless Ned and a dying uh, Copper. And
1: r- refresh my memory. W- w- I was in combat against Beef, fun- beef Fungus Ned. He was. He- he's a bad. He's a bad dude, right?
0: Yeah, he kind of called for help, and then he was engaged in combat against you.
1: Okay, um, I take my rape here. He's lying on the ground, dying. Yeah. Okay, I walk up to him and I put my rapier right up to his uh, Adam's apple if he has one, and uh, and say, uh, "Is there anything you want to tell me, like like, like in your plea for mercy? Like this is uh, me trying to get, this is me trying to get some information out of him if there if there is any to be had."
0: Oh boy, I can give you information. Okay, what do you want? What do you want to know?
1: Um, god i don't know uh who who are those three guys
0: they're smugglers we're all smugglers smuggling out of the haunted house it's the perfect crime
1: what are you smuggling
0: goods services well mostly the goods
1: how do you smuggle a service
0: (laughs) you ever seen a (laughs) pack you ever seen a crate of handjobs You don't want to.
1: Okay. Um, Well, what, what uh, what goods do you have on you right now? Anything of value?
0: Oh, boy. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know exactly what we got. We just sent off a big shipment, but I know we got some stolen silk cloth. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit, I would say. We smuggle stolen goods. There's thieves in these parts. Thieves in salt marsh. And we fence their goods for them.
1: Why do the goods come through this haunted house?
0: It's a safe spot. It's on the ocean. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but these are subterranean caves that go right up to the sea. So it's a perfect place to, to send in a little boats to the big boats is this place
1: actually haunted or is that just a myth? Like, like are you guys pretending and scaring people off because this, this is your smuggling, uh, junction. Is, is it really haunted or is this just like, is that, is that just something that you do to scare off the, the rubes around town?
0: Got it in one. I'm afraid it's a real Scooby-Doo scenario. <laughs>
1: and y- you would have gotten away with it if it weren't for one meddling tabaxi swashbuckler.
0: And a dying robot.
1: <laughs> oh, Okay, you, Beef Fungus Ned, you stay right there. Big Copper, Big Copper, talk to me. How how, how you doing, Big Copper?
0: I'm not feeling so good, baby. He's going to roll his second death save. Oh, Oh, he passed it. Yay! If he passes one more death save, he'll not be dying anymore. Do you have any medicinal prowess?
1: Where would I find that?
0: It's like in your skills.
1: Where's my skills? Oh, um, no, I, I, do, I do not. What, what if I just roll a fucking hot, critical medicinal save?
0: Yeah, you see medicine. There should be a skill, either wisdom or...
1: I, I, I see medicine. I have nothing there. And wisdom... Is it,
0: in, it, is it intelligence or wisdom?
1: Um, my intelligence is a plus two... It's fourteen total plus two. My wisdom is zero. It's eleven plus zero modifier, and in the skills, I have zero on. I have nothing on medicine.
0: Okay, so yeah, just roll, roll, roll it.
1: Uh, Well, I rolled a two. So sorry, sorry, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What what were were you trying to do, medicinal?
1: I don't know. I was just trying to like get lucky and uh like give 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 them like a what's that thing with that reiki where you just kind of put your hands near somebody but it's supposed to do something but every girl i've ever dated that 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 thought they could heal me with reiki i just felt worse afterwards because i felt like i wasted everybody's time
0: yeah uh that that happens yeah you you transmit your energy but it doesn't seem to do
1: anything everybody drink he said that happens everybody drink
0: a podcast um okay uh, B-Fungus Ned's like, what are you going to do to me? Um, I'm going to... H-
1: how, how wounded is he? Can, he? can he walk?
0: Yeah, he's he's capable of walking.
1: Uh, I put my my rapier back in my uh, scabbard, and uh, I take out my dagger, which is a little more better for close action, and I pick him up, and I say, you're going to walk us through these caverns and show us the smuggling route and show us where where all this stuff
0: goes. Okay. Uh, he's like, that sounds okay. Just uh, don't let me get seen. Otherwise, they'll kill me on sight. Okay. I got to tell you, though, there's like uh, one, two, three, wait, one, two. There's like five or six more guys. I don't know if you could take them on your own.
1: So, so, five or six guys where? D- down through the caves?
0: Yeah, and you've been making some noises fighting them. Scrubs and sturges and whatnot so they'll know you're coming especially that one that got away All Right. um
1: i say well how about this um you lead the way and if and, and if anything happens you're going you'll be the first to get it
0: sounds good are you sure you don't want to check anything out while you're here Oh, yes, I should look. I I examine
1: my surroundings.
0: All right. Well, uh, you opened a chest that had the book in it, and it also had like a pouch of money. Um, And there were how many? Nine, I want to say similar. Yeah, there's nine similar chests.
1: Okay. I I start rifling through the other other chests.
0: All right. So uh, these ones aren't locked. So you just kind of open them. Um, they are rusty, so they take a bit of strength. But they have kind of various personal effects. Um, but all of them have a pouch of of money. So that's nine pouches. Each pouch has 8.5 gold. So what is 8.5 times 9? Don't ask don't me.
2: Yeah. Well, you're going to do that, Matt. 76
1: say, and a half. Did you, did you know that offhand, Kevin, or did you actually like, use a calculator there?
2: I used a calculator. Okay, goddammit. Um, Se- okay.
1: 70, 76 and a half gold pieces?
2: Yeah,
0: and you also find you know some personal effects. You find a pressed flower, a rock with some intriguingly sharp angles. Um, you find a rubber bolt boat sole, or a boot sole, I should say, that has shoe marks in it, and a horseshoe. So, you know, just some personal effects. You don't know why these have sentimental uh meaning to people, but they do.
1: How big is that rock? Uh
0: it's it's not big enough that if you threw it at someone, it would really hurt them. Like it would hurt, but not like you know, like you throw a rock at someone's head, it's like a pebble. I mean, you know, it's like a largish pebble.
1: Okay, well, I, I I throw that in my pocket just just a, a, as a curio. Um, I, I look at the book. I did, did. we already examine the book before, or have, have I given us any thought yet?
0: Yeah, it's a kid's book. It has notes in it, like someone was trying to use it to learn to read.
1: Okay, well, I definitely keep the book. Um, and but like, like skimming through it, there was nothing that that seemed like it was a any... like. Any no, value. It,
0: it was a kid's book about like uh, a, a cat who was a sailor, okay. and it was well, kind of fantastical.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to keep that because uh, that's just right up right up my alley, um, alley cat. Uh, so okay, <laughs> I, okay, all right, uh, bee fungus. Uh, let's. Uh, why, why don't you just start marching, and uh, I'll I'll take it as a. Wait, so is uh, is Big Copper even mobile right now, or is he really still just dying on the ground?
0: Uh, he kind of coughs, and you're like, wow, I didn't know these guys could cough. Um, but he's he's regained consciousness, but he looks not good. He he definitely isn't in fighting shape. Um, if I, you had to put it in game ter- rules, you'd say he is at 1 HP.
1: Okay, so I, I say to uh, Big Copper, I say, hey man, you don't look so good. Is there anything I can do for you? Is there any way to help you get back... Uh, back in shape
0: we could rest for 24 hours (laughs) or we could do some other stuff Um, I guess I don't know what other stuff we could oh wait I know cure wounds you know cure wounds oh yeah baby how many spells per day I got looks like one left I got one spell left I could use one cure wounds but that's all we got it's not going to heal both of us I mean, I only took five
1: damage, so I, I think I'm okay.
0: All right. You're the boss. Should I do it?
1: You do it? Fucking yes. <laughs> we need you. I, 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 you're no good to me, dead, B Fungus. I'm sorry, Big Copper.
0: B Fungus is great to us, dead.
1: Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know how
0: close he came. <laughs> All right. He heals himself. Yeah, he's back at full health.
1: Oh, shit! (laughs) Uh, Big Copper, uh, welcome back to the world of the living. Uh, Do you have anything to say?
0: Oh, baby! I saw (laughs) a glorious robot all decked in white metal with a golden gear above his head.
1: (laughs) That was a close one. Okay, Uh, are you ready to go kick some, uh, some smuggler's ass? You know it, baby. All right. Uh, God damn it. I've uh I have only known big copper for what, like a day?
0: Yeah, like less than a day, probably.
1: Less than a day, like a few hours. I just i I I feel like a a strange bond to this big copper uh big copper. So uh all right. I I, I stick my dagger kind of like you know, like towards the back of B fungus Ned and say, uh lead the way, Jackson. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, yeah. He um he uh goes over to the secret door that those other guys went out. It's marked by a bloody handprint from when the other guy kind of went after it. Uh-huh. And um he yeah. uh yeah, he opens it. Basically it opens the same way as the last secret door that you found. but
1: um, b- b- before before we go through it, I I, I pat uh B Fungus Ned down to see if he's got anything of interest on him that I might want to uh, confiscate, steal, use.
0: Uh no, he's wearing several layers of clothes, but that's that's it. He okay. he didn't have anything on him when you first found him. So, all right, and uh, he hasn't seemed to pick up any have picked up any weapons from like the dead the dead people that you've killed.
1: I uh I tell him to, to strip naked. All right. Well, uh, he he he's gonna vo- Well, I do you want to uh, get a dagger up your butt? I don't want
0: that either.
1: Okay, well you got two choices. You get a dagger in the in, in the ribs or you, you uh you take off your clothes. I, I want you as vulnerable as possible. This is not a sexual thing. This is not uh this you know, I, I'm not a Republican senator. I just want you to be as vulnerable as possible. So get naked.
0: It sounds not good, but I'm doing it. Okay. He does it. Oh man, it takes a long time. He's wearing so many layers of clothing. But. That's why
1: I, I found that I found that suspicious in the first place. So yeah.
0: Oh, it's mega sus. Um, mega sus. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, he leads you down. This is like a darker, darker cavern. Um, the ceiling is kind of natural stone, but the walls have been like worked in and kind of are are relatively sm- flat and smooth. Takes you down a staircase, and then it, the staircase uh, cut into the stone kind of opens into just a more general cavern. Um, mm-hmm. It forks, and he takes the right fork through an empty kind of like I don't know, bulge, like a like wider than just kind of like a cavern passage, and then he passes through another bulge, and. Um, you can see there's a couple like pillows and blankets in this bulge, but um, it's empty. And then he takes you through that one, and then you can see to the left is uh, where that last fork was, so it's like he the fork kind of reconnects at this point, and he keeps going through. And then he stops.
1: Why are you stopping?
0: Uh, he goes. There, I think they're, they're gonna be, they're gonna be in, in here in this next place.
1: And, uh, how many do you think they're gonna be?
0: One, two. One of them's probably, you know, trying to bandage his wounds and stuff, but there's gotta be at least four more, including two hobgoblins. Who boy, nasty Two
1: hobgoblins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I take, um I kept some of the clothing uh, I I before when he when he got disrobed I had ripped up a little bit uh, of his clothing to use as a gag so I stuffed like like a bit of his shirt sleeve into his mouth and to take a bit of rope and gag him so he can't say anything mm-hmm. and and I tie him up and like like bind his hands and feet so he can't go in there and warn him
0: Okay that's a good idea And
1: yeah um. No, no. Before, before I do that, I, I, as I, I, I tie his hands and feet. But right before I put the gag into his mouth, I say, "Hey, what, what's what's the what's the name of the guy that was wounded and left? Do you know his name?"
0: That was Beef Dryness Carl. <laughs>
1: okay uh I, I look at big copper and say get your uh does, does he after using his uh, his healing spells he's still able to shoot uh, coins out of his hands and stuff like that does he still have his no weapons? way
0: maybe i can shoot poison that's about it
1: there we go okay so just get ready um so be fungus and i and i take i take my dagger and i poke it through his uh like like through his uh like like just just enough to tickle his ribs and say um call to that guy and say hey come here uh i gotta show you something but don't 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 make a scene don't raise the alarm otherwise i'll cut your throat
0: he goes oh right no you took the gag out for him to answer the question never mind he doesn't say that he he does that and he's like i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) then he's like hey uh beef fungus nope Beef dryness, Carl, why don't you come over here and check out this wicked wound I got from dispatching those two interlopers?
1: And I look at Beef fungus uh, Ned and it's like, that was pretty solid improv there. That was well done.
0: Oh, well, I did a few years at Groundlings. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Cliffhanger.
1: Cliffhanger! We do have to go. I have a hard out at six forty-five. Everybody, uh, thank you so much, Happy and everybody. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you, Kevin Day. Uh, thank you to whoever whoever drew that awesome uh, fan art of 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 Fuzzy Knuckles and the Big Copper. Very very cool. And uh, we will see you next time. Maybe we'll have a we'll have Rob Schraub on as a guest. Uh, you, yeah. you can check out you can check out my Patreon where I'm trying to write a book uh jeff davis or story time with jeff b davis spencer you got anything to plug before we go uh
0: the Sixler.it.io is where i sell my modules i have color of chaos out and now the uh jungle of wayward wilds i think you'll love the jungle of wayward wilds i'm just starting to get feedback on it from people and people are really loving it which is always super exciting i do make money off of it but it's not You know, I can't make a living off of these, but it's really, really satisfying for people to play them and then go like, oh, man, this is such a great module. So if you if you check it out, if you play it, if you're enjoying it, let me know. It really makes me feel good. So, yeah.
1: And we didn't get to Spencer's uh, news corner. Is there, is there anything in the news that you want to report for us before we go?
0: Well, I got to say, the Nazis are at it again, Jeff.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you all. Uh, drive fast, take chances, or drive medium and uh, take minimal chances, or don't drive at all and uh, but still take chances. Uh, we love you all. Thank you, happy Go with God. Vaya con Dios.